Hey. Hey, how you going? Good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Long time no see. Oh, actually, only a couple of weeks. <laughs> so, um, I'm not putting the recording on yet. Hang on. That's fine. Nathan Francis. <laughs> it's great to have you here. This great is, to be here. This amazing young man making a difference in the world who I admire. Thank you. Having two sons, my heart is with young men. My heart is really with you guys and what's going on in the world, as well as young women, but particularly young men. So please tell everyone uh, about yourself, what you do, and, um, yeah, first of all, start with that. That'd be great. Right. Well, I'm Nathan Francis. Um, I'm 28 years old. I'm from a country town called Bendigo, which is two hours north of Melbourne. We're about to be slammed into a 15-minute city for those that, that want to want to link to that chat of mine. I did. We exposed that part of the the agenda as well. Um, I'm a self sabotage coach. Um, I work predominantly with with the youth of today, realizing and remembering how powerful they actually are, and removing those negative beliefs and those negative thoughts that hold them back from being their best selves. And it's the most powerful work. And um, I'm also a life coach, um, Reiki uh, podcaster. I've got my own podcast. Um, Oh, I've got a lot of hats. I, I was a teacher in, in the old system. I have dreams and aspirations of building a bush school um, to allow kids to learn this stuff again, to to step into their power, connect with themselves, connect with nature, and do all, all of those things that we were taught many, 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 many years ago that aren't taught now. And, um, yeah, um, I was the king of self-sabotage for a very, very long time. I was in a very dark place, and I, I'm seeing the light and I'm getting emotional talking about it because it's such awesome, powerful stuff. And I've allowed some some old, uh, some ancestors into my life that have crossed over that are guiding me on this awesome journey and they're all here now. And yeah, it's just it's just been an absolute um, incredible ride the last three years and I'm looking forward to the rest of it. So there you go. I'm also an author. I've, I've written a book. That's going to be published in the next uh, four or five weeks. And, yeah, it's just been an awesome journey. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> been an awesome journey. And, um, yeah, I just cannot wait for the rest of this journey to uh, the next 50, 60, 70 years I'm, I'm on the planet for. So, yeah, it's just um, I'm truly grateful to be able to share this this work with the world. So, yeah. And what's, and what's miraculous now is that there's solutions, there's fast solutions now. People don't have to do years and years of therapy. No. So now you're you're witness to that. You're an example of how people can transform very quickly now. So, but you just have to have the willingness to do it. So I acknowledge you for that. Yeah. Amazing. So we can delve me, in. We can delve into how. Yeah. What made how you, I develop that willingness? Yeah. Yeah. What. What brought you to self-development and secondly, what brought you to the freedom movement? So obviously your soul was joined to um uh, was drawn to this, Nathan. Not everyone is hmm. uh early on. Um so tell me what what was it that was the catalyst to propel you in this direction? Oh, we might as well start from the start. So I lived a I lived a life for 25, 26 years on, on this planet that involved drinking, partying, chasing women, 
um, negative thoughts, being rude to people, not being kind to myself, not being kind to others, um, watching TV, doing all, uh, watching porn all the time. I was addicted to porn, doing all of those things that entertain us, right? Well, that's that was my entertainment. I had no purpose. I had no mission. I didn't know why I was here. I didn't know. I was just. I was so disconnected from myself that I threw myself into habits and cycles of self sabotage that were that was a spiral leading me towards my my worst life. And I had the aha moment at the start of 2020 when all this stuff with COVID started. I reconnected with an old friend that you might know, Dale H. Dale Holmes. Shout, shout out to Dale. He'll probably watch this. So shout out to Dale. We, I did a university placement with him when I was teaching and he sort of opened my eyes to the genetically modified food and I was like, oh, okay, there's something here. And then I sort of just kept down going down the spiral of myself, uh, my self-sabotage and my drinking and stuff. It wasn't until the start of 2020 when I saw him again um, in the local sports store here in, here in Bendigo. And he and I was just finished watching a Jeffrey Epstein documentary on child trafficking. That was my first, um, I guess you could say, moment that sort of awoke me to this. That documentary, they said at the end of it that there's a bigger and more uh, worldwide um, network that is currently operating. And I was like, okay, I, I need to research this. So I saw Dale literally the next day and he gave me three names, Rachel Vaughan, Fiona Barnett and Rena Michelson. And that was it. I knew that not only were these evil bastards doing this to children, I mean, to all of us, they were doing it to our children as well. And this inversion, this satanic cult that is operating right now is so, so evil. And I just thought, well, I'm here to end this, but I didn't know how, I didn't know why. But then as the year of 2020 went on, I started meeting people, um, I started going to rallies and stuff. I started really delving into the into the into what is really going on in the world, and I did that. And I um, sort of shunted myself away from society. I like I quit all my self abusing habits. I quit the drinking. I quit chasing girls, and I didn't really see see my friends so much because I was just focused in on what is really going on and how we can rid this world of evil. And um, yeah, and then last year, my brother and I took off to Queensland. We went and reconnected together as brothers. We met some awesome people. And then that's when the self-development work started. I started learning who I was and why I was here. I'm getting emotional talking about it. Why? And I know why I'm here now. And, and during that as well, I listened to a podcast with Adrian Domenico and Jason Christoph talking about self-sabotage. And I was like, I tick every single box. Like, I'm the king of this stuff. So I was like, oh, I've got to start making change. So I looked myself in, in the mirror and said, I... There was one night, one Saturday night, I remember in 2021, it was the AFL grand final. And I, and I said to myself, I said, I'm going to have one last night with the alcohol and that's it. No more. So look myself in the mirror, did that, went and had my last night of partying and chasing girls and doing all those things. And then I, then the next morning, I, I love it how the synchronicities for me worked. It was always the next morning after I made a change, the podcast with Adrian dropped and I listened to that chat with Jason Kristoff and then that was it. Um, I thank Jason too. I did his self-sabotage coaching program as well. Um, learn about the subconscious mind, learn about self-healing, self-development. Um, I've read all these books. I've read, um, I've got heaps of me. I've got Bruce Lipton's books, The Honeymoon Effect. I started learning about the selves through Cellular Awakening with Barbara Wren. Um, learn about caffeine and how toxic it is through caffeine blues. And I just, all this information just kept coming to me and, 
then I thought, right, well, how can I help people become their best selves? And I wanted to do it with just not only people, but teens and kids. And I went, right, I can do self-sabotage, but become a, a, and have my own program, my own book. Yeah. And I'm not writing a book in six, six weeks. Um, I've developed my breaking free podcast, my breaking free program for teens and young adults now. And um, yeah, I've launched that in in the last few weeks. Um, I've got a couple of teens now that, that I'm that I'm working with. This work is so so powerful, and I'm so grateful to be able to share it with the world. So, that was sort of like my story in like a little five minute summary for you. It just happened so fast, so so quick. Like the yeah. the, the next day, I would drop a habit, like something good would come, like a podcast, a book, a piece of information. Even even the day after I quit, I, I said to myself, I quit watching porn. Then I interviewed you only about three three days later. It's just it's just been so quick and I'm so grateful for it. That's what happens when you're on purpose, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soul mission. Yeah, the angels or God or the universe, whatever you want to call it, drop yeah. things, the synchronicity happens. So what did you tell me? What what did you discover about yourself? that was causing you to sabotage? What were your fears? What were the negative thoughts? What what was what did you discover? I always knew I was here for a reason. I was just I just didn't know or how or what it what actually was. I I knew I was gonna be teaching, but I I just didn't like that mainstream system. Um we can talk about that later. But in terms of my negative thoughts, well, I was always looking at myself and, and the things that I was doing. I just hated myself for them. I was so scarred from love from a very, very young age. Um, I was a, I had a girlfriend that um, I was so fixated on. I wanted to be with her all the time. I isolated myself from my friends and family. I was scarred from love. And then we obviously ended things. She cheated on me and stuff too. And during all of that process, um, it really broke me and it scarred me from love and it set me on a path of self-destruction. Um, it really did. And it took to get to the most dark place in my thoughts and in my mind that I, I just had to just, I just, I just, I just needed some sort of light, some shining light. And I allowed that in at the start of 2020. I'm so grateful for it because it's my grandfather. He's sitting right here right now. Yeah. Beautiful spirit so what what do you think was the main program that you were sitting in the background for you i am what what was fear it was the fear of love fear of fear of fear of being someone different because i knew i didn't really fit into society but i i fitted in anyway it was just a fear of being different yeah like something like i'm unlovable or yeah i'm not worthy i'm not enough those sort of beliefs yeah which they're the the beliefs that are common. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and and when we get our sense of worthiness in order, and our purpose in order, everything falls in place. <laughs> That's the interesting thing. Got to get it our happened. worthiness in order. It happens so fast for me. I'm walking yeah. proof. I'm walking proof that this does happen so fast. So, what would you say was the best technique for you, as far as? turning you around quickly was it the coaching or a book or um it was a mixture of all of them like i went and seen a kinesiologist called gina who will watch this as well hi gina she's an awesome person too she's not only just a kinesiologist she's a coach she's a she's she's a healer she's an energy worker 
she helped me shift some negative beliefs and negative thoughts that I had for such a long, long time. And yeah, Jason Kristoff as well helped, helped me too with the self-sabotage stuff as well. It was a mixture of all of those things. And it was, and it was also the power of affirmations. I have affirmations in in my room saying, I love you, Nathan. I believe in everything you do. Success is yours. Reading that every day to myself brings me out of whatever it is that I'm in that's negative or self-harming or self self self-abusing. Like the power of those affirmations, it took a little bit and I was uncomfortable saying that to myself. So I never really said that I love you, Nathan. But once once I developed that that love of self, I was then able to bring about the changes that I wanted to make. And it just, it starts with, I believe it starts with what you see, what you hear and what you feel. And if you can change those things into something positive, then you can make change. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mm. There's a beautiful exercise too, where you can, you just look in your eyes in the mirror. Yes. Just just look for five minutes. It's amazing. Mm exercise and just be with be with yourself right yeah and 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 when you do that exercise saying things like i choose to to let go of well you choose to let go of fear worry anxiousness bitterness judgment resentment anger all those negative feelings and i choose to welcome in love abundance health wealth uh, peace harmony joy prosperity freedom like i say to myself every single day before i go to sleep i choose to let go of i choose to to welcome in and that that's so powerful because it shifts so much. So tell me, um, what do you think are the greatest challenges young people face today, particularly boys? The I believe it's the sexualization and the de and the demasculization of men, the weakening of them, and it starts in the school system from when they walk in the door. Okay. They're already handing their power over way to an authority that that shifts their beliefs and shifts their mindset into a system of self-destruction and they don't even know it until they break free from it. So say more about that. Um, I, I agree with you. There's a lot of components to this. I agree. It's the um, the narrative, isn't it, inside the education system? Yeah. They, they, they teach children how to write a resume. They don't teach children how to write a business plan and become an entrepreneur or a business person outside of that system. It's always what this school system to its core teaches you is it teaches you to build someone else's dream and not building your own. That's right. And it doesn't teach you how to create an amazing life no. and to be powerful. Yeah. It teaches you to help someone create their amazing life. Yeah. Yeah, it's a factory system. It is, yeah. To be the worker. But in terms of the of of the weakness, it's not only just that; it's the toxic food, it's the toxic water. It's it's uh, and our parents did the best job, and they did the best job with what they knew to be true and and what they had at their disposal. But some of it is also parents as well. It's the negative influence of the parents. We're a bubble wrap society. We wrap our children in bubble wrap. They 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 can't fall anymore. They can't. They can't walk in bare feet on on the ground and, and, and anymore. Like they can't do these things because we're a bubble wrap society. Get the children back out in the dirt. Get the kids playing in on high in in trees and and, and in high stuff. Allow them to um to to fall because when they fall, they they learn the most about themselves. And 
it's it's like when a children falls over now, everyone's quick to get around the child and screaming and ca- and ca- carrying on as bullshit. It really is. Let that kid fall and let that kid learn. I I totally it's agree. It's a bubble wrap society, and it's oh my goodness. Uh, when I was young, because I'm older than you, but I mean, I used to. My mum, I I think about it now. Her parents are yeah. freak. I used to go on my bike on a highway without a helmet, and we would we would we would ride to the football. You know, yeah. and it was like uh, 15 k's away. It's fear you know, now. I was about 11 years old. Yeah. Well, parents are in fear now. They're in fear of the sun. Oh, no, we got to have slather on this uh, toxic sunscreen that causes cancer and dress them up in all these long sleeve clothes. The kids aren't getting sunlight anymore. They're stuck inside playing video games. They're flapping it off to porn because they're, they're exposed to porn from 8, 9, and 10. Like this cycle is just, it's just repeating itself. It's it, it's time that people get off this cycle and learn what it is to be human again because where everyone is so far and so disconnected from, from themselves that it's then going down through the the generations that our kids of today, my goodness, they're so disconnected from themselves. But at a soul level, they know. hundred percent, a hundred percent. And the birth rate in the world um, like they talk about overpopulation all the time, but the birth rate is like it's below replacement level in 70% of countries. Do you know that? Wow. No, I did not know that. No. In the world. So there's actually going to, and that's not talking about what the has, yeah. <laughs> has done too, right? Yeah. So in 20 years' time, we've got a crisis. Like there's actually less and less children being born. Yeah. But those children that were born after the year 2000, they're the most powerful beings and powerful souls on, on this planet. And those really ruling us know that. And that's why all this shit's happening right now. That's why there's this transgender agenda. That's why there's this there's this sexualization from an early age. That's that's why that they're, that they're going after the children right now because they are the most powerful beings. And they're the ones that are, we are showing them the door they're the ones that are going to walk through it and, and build this new this new earth, this new world that everyone's talking about. It's those kids right now that were born after 2000. Okay, so let's, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So um, let's go back to intimate relationships for you. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> intimate relationships for me, well, I only ever really had one or like, when I had when I lost that um that girlfriend, I I would have nice girls come in, and I would self sabotage those relationships. Um, I would go and cheat on them, or I would go and I'd ghost them, like a term that the us young people use now is ghosting them. It's when you do your thing with them and then you don't talk to them again. Oh, I did that so so often, and facing that during my dark night of the soul or during my awakening you could say was um i had to forgive myself for that and forgive that other person and thank them for the journey and thank myself for the lesson and walking that path of forgiveness has not been an easy one for me but the last couple of weeks yeah it's brought up some stuff walking that path of forgiveness but it's 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 forgiving myself first though because i allowed it to happen yeah and the big one too as you know, is is about the relationship we have with our mum and dad, and and um, forgiving them 
and mm. forgiving ourselves around the relationship that we've created with our mum and dad. Yeah, just changing big... changing your perception, yeah. you know, seeing them in a yeah. in a more positive light and you thank them for what they taught you. They only they only they only they did the best they could with what they had and what they were given from their parents and so on. Grateful for the ch- experience. And and you and I, we chose our parents. I believe that on a spiritual level. I believe that too. We did too. Yeah, we, we chose, chose our parents them. to break the habits, to break the cycle. Yeah, the gener- DNA, generational. Yeah, the yeah. generational beliefs or past life of uh, uh, events that have happened to us or whatever. Yeah, hundred hmm. percent. Okay, so and and also um, your relationship with your brother has been an interesting one. Yeah, that has been an interesting one. Yeah. We did a podcast on that. A couple, we've done two podcasts on that now. But just a short summary: I couldn't, I wasn't able to accept my brother for who he was for such a very, very long time. And once I was able to accept him for who for who he was, our healing journey started, and our healing journey together has been up and down. But um, I wouldn't change it for the world because we we're in a place where we weren't going to speak to each other for a very, very long time, and. For us to go away this time last year and really come together and and sort out the issues that were keeping us apart and to find common ground first and then to to slowly um, come together has been an absolute um, pleasure and and I'm so grateful that yeah that he's in 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 my life as as my best mate because over the last three years if I didn't have him I don't know if I'd be sitting here talking to you I really really don't so I thank you Geordie if you leave whenever you watch this mate. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. So how how has being in the freedom movement affected your relationships and how have you dealt with that? Because I know it's a challenge, challenging one for everyone. It's a good question. What have you found has worked and what hasn't worked? So for me, as soon as I yeah. as soon as I watched that Jeffrey Epstein documentary and started learning about child trafficking, I wanted to tell every Tom, Dick and Harry that 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 these people are not only trying to get you with a jab; they've been underground doing the most insane things to children that you can possibly imagine. I wanted to scream it from from the rooftops, and I was judged and looked at like I had four four different heads. My family, um, like my brother was was he. I was grateful that he was remembering this stuff because I feel like we've all learned this before. That's a spiritual thing too. I'm grateful yep. that he was remembering this this stuff as well because whenever I tell him something, he'd go, oh, yeah, well, that definitely makes sense. But I wanted to tell everyone and I was expressing my views in a way that was very coming across as very, um, very, what's the word I'm looking for? Very demanding. Forceful. Forceful. Very forceful, yeah. I was very yeah. forceful with them because I knew something was wrong and I was finding all this stuff out. I was finding out that microwaves are toxic. I was finding out that Teflon pans, the, the non-sick pans are poison. I was finding out our food's poison. I was finding out our air's poison. I was finding out that the sun's actually good for you and the toxic sunscreen co- causes cancer. Yes, Pete Evans is not crazy. That bloke's right. That's that, that mainstream toxic sunscreen, my goodness. I was finding all this information out. I could go on for days about it, but I was very forceful. I was trying to save everyone from from this deadly jab. I was like, I was just so fixated on trying to fix everyone and fix everything. I wasn't fixing myself. Interesting. And it, and it affected everything because once I quit myself with abusive habits, I just I just quit my friendships. I was like, no, well, we only I I 
bigot. I just had this thought and this belief that we only ever had chasing girls and drinking beers and, you know, doing all those things young blokes do. I just found that I found that we only ever had that in common. But since I've reshaped my, um, my thoughts and, and perception, well, well, I can be friends with, with those guys. I don't have to do the things that, that, that they do, but I can hang out with them and hold space for them and help them through their journey. And I've just looked at things differently since I've, really gone deep within myself and walked that path of forgiveness. But back onto the last three years, yeah, I was trying to tell every Tom, Tom, Dick and Harry that most, the most celebrities and most leaders are pedophiles. That's pretty much what I was saying to people. How did that work for you? Not very well. Well, I showed the Bill Heffernan speech a lot. So that was sort of, it's like, oh yeah, okay. Well, there's 28 names on, on a list that's been suppressed. Well, yeah, it's like, well, they're hiding that from you. They're also hiding the ingredients of that jab in you as well. So I was really trying to push that home, but I was doing it in a really, yeah, forceful way. So how have you changed that? Have you found, I think we've, we all, most of us started off doing that because we were trying to save everyone and panicking. Yeah. You know, we went into fear. That was that's fear-based, that's right? It. Yeah, I was. Yeah, to even communicate like that because I I know I did as well, and I I am <laughs> highly trained in communication. But it's like, so where where how have you transformed that, and how do you have those conversations now with people? Well, instead of like, instead of bringing in, instead of them being in a forceful, it's like I just ask questions. Yeah. You just yeah. ask questions. You just go, well, do you know what's really like a question like if someone says, Oh, I don't know why I'm still I'm still drinking or I or oh, I just drink to have a good time. It's like, well, why do you do the things you so it's I just sort of just ask a question that sort of gets some thinking. So if if someone is I'm just trying to think of an example, it's hard at the top of my head. If someone is 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 um Okay, here you go. So someone might might be aware that the food's toxic. I'll go, well, did you know that those people that spray the foods with pesticides and herbicides, did you know that they're also doing that with the air that we currently breathe? Like, look up at the sky. Can you perhaps, do those, do those look like clouds, those big long lines? Or, um, well, they made you take a jab for your job, right? Well, did you know that those same people um, a part of a worldwide international child and human trafficking ring as 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 well. And then did you know that underground, there's this whole new society down there. Well, it's not really new. It's been here for thousands of years, but there's a society underground and, and they're doing this stuff. And this tech we have, right? Well, do you honestly think that we made this tech or is this tech a reflection of us? Because we're the Wi-Fi towers, we're the, we're the mobile phone tower, we receive our messages from, I believe it's spirit, but some might say it's God, source, creator, whoever. Well, we receive messages on this, but we can communicate. We don't have to communicate on this. Like This has been here for thousands of years too. But that's this only exists because we're the real, we're the real co connection. We're the real tower. We, we download the, the information that this thing does. We have it all here inside of us. So we don't we yeah. we don't need this. Don't that's yeah. just how I say it. 
Yeah. We're literally a walking, we're a walking cell phone tower too, or, mo- or mobile phone tower. Yeah. Yeah. And other questions like, um, uh, what do you think about the way they're coercing people, you yeah. know, to continually get boosters? What do you think? Like it's opening yeah. it up. Yeah, this open-ended to, questions, yeah. To think about too. Um, it's been an interesting journey for all of us, I think, in the freedom mm. movement. Like, mm. um, And I think also a lot of us have been through a lot of pain too because, you know, our family members have been, a lot of them have been, you know. Yeah. And we've gone into grief and pain around that and we've had to deal with it. And Yeah. Well, I'm grateful that we were shunted from society because my brother and I wouldn't have come together if we didn't walk away from our jobs. Yeah, so I saved is- I saved money, he bought a car, and we were out of here. We were just we were living our best life this time last year. Well, I'm living my best life now too, but we were in that part of our lives, we were living our, our, our best life. We were cruising up and down the northeast coast of Australia, coming together, healing, meeting all these awesome people, reconnecting again. And if it wasn't for that, I'd still be in, in, in that system now, hating myself. So I'm grateful for, for that period. I'm grateful that, that that they shunted me from society. I'm grateful that I, I walked away from teaching because, to be honest, I hated it anyway. And COVID um, awakened a lot of people. Deep mm. down, we've known things have been there's been things that have been off, but it has awakened a lot more people and been able to piece things together and come home to ourselves, really, yeah. hasn't it? It's interesting that you say that because I remember you asked a question before. I was I was I was answering it, but I just remembered something. I had I had a voice inside as well that was telling me that I needed to stop, and I was here for a more important reason. And that voice inside is coming out right now. Um, as soon as I listened to that voice, my life changed forever. Yeah, because that voice was telling me for about fifteen years to change, and as soon as I listened to that voice, it's been one incredible journey. It was just that little that little voice inside. Yeah, it's like a um I, I explain it's like a, a whisper. You know, it's yeah. like a whisper that taps you. But I know the it whisper just now. It taps you all the time. And it's different to a fear thing. It's a it's a tap. You need to it do is. this. Go and do that. Go and but go I know, and, but yes. I did a I did a quantum healing session with an awesome person, Vicky, who will watch this as well. And that little voice, well, it was a voice inside, but it was my grandfather. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and the difference, what do you see the difference between the head and the intuition? <laughs> good, good, good question. I was in my head for such a long time. I, I was a very egotistical person. I was very um I was always overconfident over ex- ex- expressing myself. I was always sharing things with people. I was always wanting that external validation. I didn't have like I always had the the internal validation, but I never actually listened to it until the last couple of months. Um I was always just ego 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 ego. Once I started listening to my heart and started flowing with things and yeah, it's it it's when I've started listening to my heart, it's it's actually grounded me and brought me to to a place where I can start attracting the things that I want in my life, and I start learning what my true values are, and I start living by them. And 
yeah, it, once I've once I've tapped into my heart, well, my it's the death of my ego, and that's been a very very um, painful and slow death, you could say, because my ego, well, my my ego wants millions of of sub, sub, subscribers, and it and it wants me to share with people and and tell people too much stuff, and it's like, well, I'm going back within now and holding space for myself, I guess, and my heart. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, yeah, it's just. Yeah, I don't know how to put it into words how powerful that is. Yeah, I really the, don't. The psyche, the psyche doesn't want to die. It, it's like it's it hangs on, <laughs> it hangs yeah. on for for dear life. What yeah. about what's the difference between the heart and the intuition? Do you think? Well, the intuition is is that voice. It's that it's the. I believe it's. I feel it in in my stomach, and it comes up through my heart if that makes sense yeah, yeah like, like i get gut. that yeah, yeah gut feel and then it comes up through the heart and then and then i just ask the question of my body or of well there's spirit guides here too i just ask the question i always get the answer whether it's through a synchronicity a song or uh or numbers or people or just little moments during the day i'll get the answer or sometimes i'll just get a flat out yes and i'll get covered in goosebumps varies Yes, I believe when you get, for me, when I get a lot of goosebumps, that's really confirmation that I'm on the right track. Well, or I'm funny safe. you say that. I've been sitting here in goosebumps for the last 45 minutes, so obviously I'm on the right track. <laughs> you are. I, I I can confirm that. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm, and I'm not God. <laughs> oh, you're a, yeah, well. You're, you, I believe we're all a diff. Or we're we're all a fractal of God. Fractal. We of, are. We are. We have that inside of us. Yeah. That's right. We're a co-creator with God. We are. Yeah. A, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's we've we've been going for forty-two minutes. That's all right. I just want to make one more point. Yeah. The first thing I did was get myself healthy. I wouldn't have been able to make these changes if I didn't allow myself to become healthy. And that is developing healthy habits, healthy rituals. But I started eating more healthier food. I wasn't eating the pesticides, mainstream fruit and veggies. I was eating, I still am, eating organic, real whole food. That that was the start, was was knowing and remembering how how worthy and 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 how loving of myself that I can be, that I can go and and eat that more nutrient-dense food. I would spend three or four hundred dollars on a weekend draining myself in alcohol and sometimes drugs and sex and shit. Well, I quit that crap. I have money to afford organic, real nutrient-dense food. You don't need the Netflix. You don't need the Stan and all these TV sub- subscriptions, OnlyFans, porn subscriptions. If you remove your, if you remove that from from your life, you can go on afford the organic food. To be honest, it's it's only a dollar or two more than what you're paying at a at a Coles or a Woolies. That's full of crap. And if I didn't allow myself to to become the healthiest version of of myself, then I wouldn't have been able to change the way that I have. And that's why it happened so fast, because I took control of my health again. Yeah, because the body's the temple, right? Correct. It's our temple. Yeah. And, and now, in the last that. few weeks, yeah, and I've and I've instilled these these I call them um, positive or life building habits or rituals or whatever you want to call them, ceremonies, whatever. It's just simply, I take time out out, out of my day to journal, exercise. 
eat good food, maybe fast a bit as well. I fasting's good for you. Um, eat less, but eat more of nutrient dense whole food. Um, like all of these things eventually, like we're all looking for that quick fix and that and that doctor or that coach or that guru, that spiritual energy healer. It's it's just being patient with yourself and eventually I'm living proof of this too, by by the way, that the good healthy habits or rituals override the negative eventually. The good always wins. They always say it. Good always wins. Well, the good habits that you do for yourself each and every day will eventually override those negative habits. Yes, I was doing all these awesome positive things, but I was still watching porn. But those those positive habits and meeting people like you and meeting other people and, and finally understanding that I am more self-worthy and more enough than watching porn, my good daily habits have now ended that addiction that I had to porn. And that's meditating, exercising, laying out in the sun, drinking heaps of water, um, magnesium, like fruit, veggies. Uh, I take black dirt, fulvic acid. I make a detox juice. Like I do those things because it makes me feel good, but it also overrides the need to have and or to allow those negative influences, those negative thoughts or those negative habits back in, into my life. Yeah. But if I have the need or the or the want to, to, to go back, I have the conscious awareness to go, well, why am I going back to that? What am I what can I what am I chasing from that that I can't get from myself? Because men and that they 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 feel a bit horny or whatever and they go straight to porn. Allow yourself to feel that. That's right. It's Allow like yourself like- to feel it. Yep. And breathe. And go, I choose to let go of, I choose to welcome in and watch your life change. Yes. And it's okay to feel sad or angry. It or is. I was, I've, I've been very emotional feeling. throughout this whole chat. You're, it's, it, men, it's, it's okay, okay to cry. Yeah. And it's okay to just sit in the sadness rather than have to go and get a drink to drown it or go to porn to drown it, you know? Correct. Sit with it. I believe. We, yeah. yeah. I believe that pain is the best teacher. Pain is the teacher. If you're in pain, it's teaching you and showing you something that requires you to go deep within in yourself and make a change. That could be a change of relationship, could be a change of diet, change of a habit, change of a thought, just a, just a change. Pain is the best teacher. It will teach you something about yourself that you will not get from a doctor, a guru, a nurse, a coach, whatever that that, that is. The pain always has a message, and I believe we all know at, at the root of why we are in pain, and it's just listening to that voice that is telling you why you're in pain. Because I listened to, to that voice, and my life changed instantly the next day. I had I, I had shin splints, I had sore hips, I had sore ankles, sore, sore knees because I was over-exercising, but I got to the root cause of why I was over-exercising. I wasn't drinking and partying anymore, so I needed my escape. Well, my escape was through through exercise. Yeah, that's the interesting thing, isn't it? Because yeah. if you've got an addiction, if you give it up, it often goes into another addiction. Yeah, I was addicted to exercise. Right? Yeah. That's an interesting topic. Anyway, Nathan, I you're extraordinary. I've loved talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
I just want to thank you for this amazing chat. And I know you're making an amazing difference. Where can people find you? Um, people can find me on teenagesellsabotage.com. They can email me personally at nathanselfsabotage at gmail.com. They can follow me on Instagram, nathanj94, and that's two underscores. You can follow me on Telegram. You can follow me on my Facebook, my personal Facebook, Nathan Francis. Just give me a follow or, or shoot me a friend friend request. I'll accept anyone that's on, on their journey or wanting to learn about this stuff. I have a Facebook page as well called Teens, Young Adults, Self-Sabotage or something like that. You can follow, follow me on there as well. Um, you can find my podcast on, on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Rumble called the Breaking Free Podcast. I have awesome guests on. I've I've had Jane on. I've had uh, freedom fighters. I've had researchers. I've had health coaches. I've had sex therapists. I've had semen retention coaches. <laughs> I've had uh, cancer yeah. prevention coaches. I've had all sorts of people from all sorts of walks of life that are that are doing that are doing the great work each and every day, and are helping people become better versions of of themselves. And to be able to share that share those people's stories and share their information is I'm surely grateful for it. So yeah, people can find, can find me there and, and yeah, um, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM and let's start walking the path towards your greatness. You're incredible. You're incredible. (laughs) You're really out there. You're really out there. I acknowledge you. I really acknowledge you. I need to be more out there. I might make some more videos and some more content to get more out there. Absolutely. Keep going. You're on a roll. (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, we'll finish this off. Thank you again. No worries. Thank you. Have a great day. You too.